This is Ryan. And this is Wayne. And this is Kill the Rabbit Podcast. So, this week I discovered some things. I, before when we left off, I was very excited and gung-ho about simplifying my work and doing one thing at a time and getting that done. And now I realize that that does not work. Because I have a very active imagination and I get bored really easily and forcing myself to go through this tutorial and only do that and do that in the morning and do it at night is driving me crazy and I realize that I'm not doing it. So are you feeling like you need to multitask? I mean, we we feel good about ourselves because we're able to do more than one thing at this. Yes. We think we're being productive and yet all the studies show that you should not as productive as you And they do. show that it's completely worthless to do multitasking. You don't the net effect is you don't get anything done. And I don't I don't know how I feel about that. But what I do know is at work I'm really good at picking something up, dropping it, picking something else up. And being effective in both things. And like that that context switching to use a programming term um is helpful for me, I guess. There, let me ask you, because you work from home sometimes and sometimes you're at the office. Yeah. Do you notice a difference in what you're talking about in the way you approach things in the business environment when you're at the office or when you're at home? Is there something in the air at work yeah. that makes you feel more energized about doing more than one thing and just being able to really... It could be my, well, at home I feel like it's different. So if I have a single problem that I just cannot figure out, at home is better. Because I can really bear down on it. But at work I have a second monitor. So maybe that's why multitasking feels better there. Like I have multiple windows up. I'm the person that has five billion tabs open. And so, that's why, what? I was just going to say, I, I had a thought that we should probably think about helping our listeners by giving them something that we're going to probably zero in on. Uh-huh. And we just talked about it before we even came on the air. kind of gives us, you mm-hmm. know... So like a because um, we were talking about getting back to the basics, and you were just saying that you get bored easily. I get bored easily, and the tendency, probably for both of us, is that we we it's very difficult to spend a lot of time just learning the basics of something because yeah. it's it all seems to be kind of like trudging through right you know mud and. You just want to move on instead of going step one, step two, step three. You want to go step one, step five, right. step ten. You know, you're thinking, well, it, I, I'm sure I'll pick it all up. I really don't need to read each one. Now, part of that for me is probably being a little bit ADD, I suppose, um, not wanting to follow direction necessarily. But yeah. there's a danger in not learning the basics. And, well, and the trudging, like you said, trudging through the mud, I feel like. I'm constantly trying to find 
where I made progress. You know what I mean? Like you, like you take a step back and you're like, where on earth did I, where did things move? You know? Okay. So give me an example. Like you're learning something now. Yeah. And explain what that is. And, and you're feeling like I need to, I need to study the basics. Right. You already gave me a quote from some famous person who said that, you know, Oh, the tree thing? The tree thing. I don't even think that's a really good quote. I think he's just, uh, he says he learns like a tree, Elon Musk did, and everyone hangs on every word. And some people know who I, who he is, other people have no idea who he is. He's the guy that created the company for the Teslas, you know, the sports oh, okay. car that's electric. Okay. And then SpaceX flying to the moon or flying to Mars. or. So the gist of it is you have to start at the bottom, right? You have to start at the tree trunk and then branch yourself out. So, so the cool thing about what he's saying is like, you can, you can get involved and be fairly knowledgeable in several disciplines, right? So mathematics and physics and chemistry have certain similarities between them. Well, you wouldn't know that if you didn't learn basic math, you know what I mean? Right. So, um, for myself, I think the multitasking comes down to that's that's kind of how I learned when I was homeschooled. So like when I was homeschooled until I went to college, which I only went partially, but I I had to teach myself through high school. So in doing that, I had like seven or eight subjects that I had to study over the course of the day. So you had to multitask and switch between them. So for myself, and, I, and tell me if I'm answering your question, the multitasking thing for me, um, maybe it feels like it, like it keeps keeping me engaged. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel it. Oh, to answer your question on the thing I'm working on, it, it's how to build an app with a new language called Swift. So it's like this tutorial and, and they're good basics that I need to know, but I'm so used to operating at a high level that it's very difficult to like shift to gear one and, and really spend the time that, is required for you to understand the basics. I think it's kind of like when you're first learning something, the basics appear to be disjointed facts. Mm-hmm. And, and you're really looking forward to that aha moment when a picture starts to, to materialize in your mind and you say, mm-hmm. oh, I get it. I, uh, okay, I get it, I get it. Mm-hmm. Which, which for people who are visual learners, mm-hmm. you know, they, they like to watch the YouTubes, they like, you know, I need something to to see, uh, to visualize when I'm learning this thing, even at the basics level. Otherwise, I'm having a hard time connecting them together yes. so that they work as a whole. Well, and learning to utilize the tools that we have at hand now. So when I was in school, when I was teaching myself in high school, there was no internet. If there was, it was like underground chat rooms and things that didn't, there wasn't this plethora of information on the online. Right. So when I sat down with my calculus book, this is the text and this is where you derive information from and you learn how to do calculus. End of story. There is no Google how to do stuff. So I think the advantage is I can push something really hard and, 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 and master it where it may be very difficult to understand, but I stick with it. The negative part of that is that's what I'm conditioned. That's how I'm conditioned to learn. So now what I'll do when I'm learning a new concept is I'll read two or three or four articles and not concentrate on uh, really, uh, not meditating, but really trying to deeply understand what it is. You know what I'm saying? 
right. like just gloss over. So I'll read four articles that just gloss, and I'll notice that it all depends on the teacher. It all depends on the content of how it's explained. We can explain it. I can explain organic chemistry to you in the most mundane, like detail-oriented way, and you'll go to sleep. Or I can explain it in a way that makes it very fun for you to understand and, and you really get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm learning that it doesn't always have to come from a single source, that I can that I can kind of branch out and, and put my feelers out to learn it in different ways. So I think that's that's something that I've been learning, but in this instance it's difficult because I can't really do that with the tutorial. Right. You just have to go through it, and it's an Apple-blessed tutorial, so there's you can't deviate from it. You know, something that comes to my mind, I, I watched way too much TV as a, as a kid. And I, I know that in, in, uh, since that time, I, I remember reading some things about, Hey, this is what TV does to your mind. If this is all you absorb mm-hmm. and you don't read, it's, it's, it's not just a, uh, a, intended to be just an exercise in, you reading letters on a page and everything else, you're actually learning how to focus and pay attention and retain. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a skill that is, you know, really getting lost on those who are the TV addicts who really spend very little, if any time, reading anything. And, you know, I, just to be honest, I found that watching too much TV and then when I would read stuff, it was hard to maintain attention on it. Mm-hmm. And I could get through a whole page, and I'd say, "Whoa, what did I just read? I had no yeah. idea." You know, so, but but what I didn't realize was that learning to focus and and pay attention to what you're actually reading is something you have to learn to do. Yes, and it's not something that's just going to happen. So, um, well, and like you're saying, I think it's kind of an exploration of feeling it out, like this podcast is, right? Like you're. You're feeling it out as you go along. And so I think the key word that you're saying is focus, right? Right. So that's the only thing that matters is what I'm realizing. It has nothing to do with you want to do one thing, you want to do two things. No, don't do five things simultaneously. You know, don't read five articles at the same time. You you can't do that, right? right? But the focus aspect is what matters. If you study for 20 minutes, I'll let you go outside and play. Okay, magically you study 20 minutes effectively. Mm -hmm. So for myself, what I was noticing was, okay, this isn't working. Change it up. Go back. Some, some conglomeration of what you've done in the past may work. So what I did now is do, do both of the things because I started looking at the realm. Well, I haven't touched the realm in a few weeks and I'm completely lost as to what on earth I was doing. This is bad, right? I can't let four months go by and then be completely lost, it threatens the the future of the application because I may decide to just do it willy-nilly a totally different way that may not be good at all because the time that I invested in this project was was time looking at all the variables and making the best judgment call. And if I come back to that project and I don't know why I made those decisions, that's very bad. Right. So I said, do them both. You have a meeting, do this one first before the meeting, do this other thing after but use the stupid timer. 20 minutes, that's it. You can twiddle your thumbs, you can read, you can actually do what you're supposed to be doing on the project, 
I'm learning the tutorial 20 minutes and then you do your project 20 minutes but that's it this is the confines of where that happens and a lot of things happen and I still notice with the timer I'm still off on a rabbit trail right. so learning to to like you said I think the focus is I think that's it I think that's that's everything and you know you you can put some carrots out for yourself I was thinking of an example I heard one time um they were talking about procrastinating and not getting things done. And the, the example was, say, uh, you know, they were asking, well, how do, you, how do you do when it comes to Saturday and you want to decide what you're going to do? Well, I don't know, you know. Uh, it takes a while for me to get into it, and a lot of times I end up not really accomplishing a whole lot. So the suggestion was, think of it this way. Let's say we know that you can get more done if you really put your mind to it. I mean, think about it. If you, if someone were to say, okay, um, we're going to go to some place that you really want to go to, say it's Disney World or whatever, but we've got to get all this stuff between now and noon. Mm-hmm. We've got to get this done between now and noon. Otherwise, we're not going to go. What happens? Yes. You're, you're, you're super motivated because you really want to go to Disney World. It's done. And it's going to get done. Um, now, you have to come up with something that actually motivates you in order to get you to apply that focusing ability on, on something. Mm-hmm. And I think what you were saying, too, about the amount of time. we all, You and I both are struggling with the amount of time that we can allot to doing a certain thing on a certain day. Yes. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't unless you have a large block of time, but you, you, know, you do need at least a minimum amount of time to get anything done. But when you do... When you sit down in the right environment with the stuff in front of you, you really got to go for it. Well, and so when I did the hackathons, um, and a hackathon is uh, a group of um, several teams of programmers, people, there's like two or three people on a team. Um, In this arena, it was from separate companies. So each company had their own team that would come in or sometimes you would join up with other groups and they were mostly developers or designers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they would task you with a thing you needed to build. You could do whatever, but these are the confines. These are parameters that you have to implement in this application for it to um, be valid, a valid entry. So, uh, and you have 24 hours to do it. Now you can work on it till nine and go to sleep and wake up and work on it in the morning, or you, you have those 24 hours. So for us, we would just all night long, uh, and we won twice, back-to-back, because of that dedication. And it wasn't that our product in, in, its, in its idea phase was better, but I think that it was more refined and all that fluff and stuff that doesn't matter was thrown out in the, in, as the process went, went, as the process continued throughout the night, where you had a great idea when you first started. No, your great idea didn't come until like 9 or 10 o'clock at night. So you're just like, oh, what do we do? How are we going to make this really cool? And and then you're like, okay, okay, what matters? What matters? Let's just do, let's have an idea. Do you have an idea? Then you kick them, and then you shoot all these other ideas down from other people. You know, my ideas were shot down too, and, and then we start coding. And then you start getting into problems at like one or two in the morning. So then you start making judgment calls. And this I think is what makes or breaks the project. What you throw off the boat matters. What you keep on the boat also matters. 
So you get to the point where you're like, okay, this is problematic. Should we keep this feature or not? Does it really matter? Is it really, um, uh, does it really run in line with the letter of, or, or the idea of what they're trying to get across? What things do we need to put in to make sure it catches their eye that we win? They wanted us to use all this GIS technology. Some people ignored that and just didn't use it. And they had an amazing product, but it didn't implement any of the things that they were told to implement. One year you came up with a thing that was going to... I'm trying to think how you explained it. I think it was a... The uh, first one was uh, how to... Like a message system, like an alert system, where if I saw a large animal like deer or a bear or something that would never really happen, but it was a tracker, right? So I would say, there's a bear here, and I would click a clicker as I'm driving. And then it would it would create a, a, a drive-time polygon, which calculates um, how fast I'm going, and then when I saw it and what the area of effect would be that it needs to warn other drivers. Because I don't want to warn the driver when they're right on the same location as this thing that I saw, right? You want to warn them what, 300 yards before, whatever. So then it would build a geofence, which is a um, an area that once something intersects it or comes within the area or inside the fence, then it would alert that user. So that one, um, and there's actually a company that started developing a product around that. Really? It's conveniently after we did it. Um, the other one was about voting because it was right during, I think it was during election time or it was some type of municipal, municipalities or some city in Riverside or something like that. And that one, because we were once again using all these GIS things that they wanted implemented. And that's a lot of the reason that we won because the guy that we lost to on the second time was a uh, an app that would run inside of a car's operating system that was voice activated. This is before voice activation. So when I saw his presentation, I was like, dude, we're going to He's going to steamroll us. And he totally lost because they said, what features from our platform in GIS do you have you implemented into this product? Zero. Disqualified. So from that perspective, I think what I'm saying is that that focused time makes you really evaluate. You've been giving time to things that may or may not really matter right? Like you taught me that. Before in my life, I would over-evaluate everything. I ask a girl out, I go to a job, I ask for a raise, I, whatever. I would analyze three steps ahead of that, right? So I want to go back to college. Well, you know, what's going to happen if I can't juggle my classes and work? And it's like, hold on, you haven't even been accepted. You don't even know what the process looks like. And I realized the day that I decided I'm going back to school, I'm going to do it online. Then ensued this two-month journey of trying to find a school, which the University of Illinois, Springfield, has a Bachelor's of Science in Computer Science, for anyone that cares to know about that, fully accredited. It's a Bachelor's of Science, not of Arts, and uh, which is important for computer science. The um, But that took two months to find that school. Mm. But I decided I'm going back to school. It doesn't automatically mean all the cards will fall in line. And that's why everyone's telling me about when they talk about starting businesses. They're like, oh, I'm just concerned that it's going to it's gonna accelerate too fast. And it's like, dude, trust me. <laughs> From personal experience, I could write, I could build a website that lied about how amazing the realm was and just blew it out of the water. I wouldn't have one order. 
right? That's the way life goes. Like you see all this hype on TV about how these, you know, startups are scaling to a billion people. That may be true, right? But those are the guys that are playing in the NBA. And it it's not even that as much as those are the guys that won the lottery because it's not even associated with skill. Mark Zuckerberg is not an exceptional developer. I'll tell you that right now because he stopped learning to code probably when he was like 19 when he dropped out of school to do Facebook. But he won the lottery because he's the largest social network in the world and everybody that's developing a social network gets compared against that and by default will lose because he's just so, you know, it's just propagated throughout the entire world. But the point that I'm making is you, you're thinking that, well, you know, things are just going to happen so quickly because you're evaluating these steps that are in the future. Just take step one. Right. Just decide to go back to school. Just put your app on the app store. The rest will surprise you. Like you told me when I was a kid, when I was learning to talk to girls, you said, if you knew how much they really thought about you, you'd kill yourself because they're not thinking about you. Nobody cares. Do you, do you remember that conversation? I do we remember had? that. We were sitting there and you were, I don't know, you were maybe 12 years old. And, and all I said to you was, Ryan, um, okay, I'm going to give you an assignment. When you meet the girls in the hallway, um, all you have to do is look at them, gain eye contact, and smile. Mm-hmm. And leave leave the rest of it. Don't worry about what you're going to say. Don't need to say anything. And and then what happened was that you smiled. They smiled back. It made you feel good. The next thing you know, it became easier to talk. Yes. You know? And those next steps didn't. I none of the next steps that I've painted in my mind have ever been like that. I became successful in a way I couldn't have even thought of right it just didn't make any sense and it doesn't make sense when, when you're when you're trudging through and i think the main point or, or the main thing that i've that i've learned is it's just show up participate mm-hmm. it's building on a foundation that you can't see like the justin jackson guy said that i love that quote he goes every step you take illuminates the next step that you need to take and those are the only steps you need to concentrate on and you'll notice that if you're just looking at your feet, you're not noticing that you've been in three circles or, you know, how far you've really come. And sometimes it's it's a good idea to think about where you've come yeah. and look back on those things. That's good. But that participation and building on something, and I think it's because we're so visual and we want to see the success, that you're not understanding, you know, but take note of it. Like, do something that you've worked on for five, ten years. And think about when you started doing that thing 10 years ago. Right. Like, it's much easier for you. Like, I fixed a problem today that when I first started my job, took two days. And I did it in five minutes. So when somebody says, how long do you think it'll take to learn such and such? You probably really don't know, if no. you're honest with yourself. No. Because you don't realize how long it took you to learn that. And well, it depends on your schedule and your time and how much you really want to be involved. And I've tutored... Uh, so. I tutored one guy uh, in computer programming, and I stopped. We had several lessons, and then I said, you know what, this just isn't for you. Why? Why? I don't understand. Because he was trying to, he was trying to uh, take the quick, the quick way of doing things or copy-pasting things. And I'd be like, do you understand the concept behind what you just did? No, but it did it. Isn't that cool? And it's like, 
you're not, this isn't going to get you anywhere, right? Like you have to really want to learn. You have to really want to try to understand what the fundamentals are so that you can build on them in the future things that think, you're working on. And I think as you're talking about shortcuts, because I was, that just came to my mind too. I was thinking um, there really ought to be a, a warning sign over shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, beware of shortcuts and understand what your motivation for following them. Are, are you are you really sure that bypassing certain things is a good idea? Do you know that, or are you just yeah. bored and want to get on with stuff? Well, and you want to kid yourself and say, I know that it's taken mankind over the course of hundreds of thousands of years a long time to cultivate a relationship, but I'm going to do it in a tenth of the time because I'm smarter than everyone else that's ever lived. This is never going to be the case. There are going to be things, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, there are things that take time and they have to take time for them to really stick or really like the things that I, that I'm learning today without the foundational time that I put in over the last 20 years that I've been writing software, I would not be able to understand or operate in, in a, at the level that I am at now, only because those things that you've learned that are foundational, you don't even have to think about them anymore, right? They're just habit. They're just they're just there. It's just muscle memory. And where when you're first driving a car, I told you when I was learning to drive the car with you, I said, I just don't understand. How do you ever get to the point where you can do the turn signal and look in the rear view and, and check all your things in 10 and 2? And But you get it eventually, right? Yeah. But But it takes you have to invest and understand that it takes time. Right. And you're not, and, and driving's a good example. You're not really ready for the freeway for a while. You've went around the block, but you're still not ready for the big, the big guys out on the freeway and that level of speed. Cause your reaction time has to, has to, is really, you have to assume that you've gotten certain things down as a habit because mm-hmm. you're not going to have a lot of time to think about responses. Well, and even, even furthermore than that, because of the society that we live in, giving yourself the leeway to to understand that that is acceptable. Right. Whereas in this day and age, it's faster or smarter. Dad, I never thought in my lifetime we would be releasing two cell phones a year at $800 a piece. Mm-hmm. Like now you have to pick and choose. In my day, my day, five years ago, which in technology time is a, a trillion years. <laughs> I had to wait, like a new phone came two two years, three years. Like I'd already paid my phone off and I'm waiting for the next one to come out. And now I have two or three versions that I can switch to at any given moment. Um, it, it, it's given you a false understanding of, of, of progress and how long things should take. That's probably why the divorce rates are so high because you think a relationship is just, you know, it's easy. I just, you know, I don't really have to invest time in it. Or, or, or you know, cultivate the relationship. You talk to any woman, that's a deal breaker. But to a guy, for the most part, and this is from my own personal experience, I'm not understanding because I'm just trying to fix it and just do the quick fix instead of understanding, right. letting her vent the entire 30 minutes, even though it doesn't matter for us. I'm sorry, ladies, it really doesn't. <laughs> like, and we're not tuning you out, and that's not to be insensitive. It's just not my. But I understand now, and they understand that you don't care about it, but they understand that you still care enough to listen, even though you don't care about it, 
for them to get it off their chest so that they right. decompress. So those tidbits of information that you learn throughout your life that you learn from being married or, or being employed or, and we look at the young guys up and coming and oh, make a million dollars. And it's like, man, enjoy your life, man, because it, it'll be gone before you know what happened. And just understand that I like for myself, I stopped reading the news. I don't read the news anymore. I got in trouble this week because it was flooding and there was tornado warnings and I didn't know because I wasn't reading the news. But just understanding that just let it take the time that it takes, you know? Uh, you know, I, what comes to mind is that you could put a heading over this whole thing that we're talking about and I would say BBB and it's not the Better Business Bureau. It's beware of bypassing basics mm-hmm. because when you bypass the basics understanding what the motivation is for you to do that to begin with. Is it because you're lazy? Because you, you're looking for the easy way out, the, the fast buck? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, understand that there are certain basics of whatever we're doing, whether it's me writing or whether it's you doing on the working on the realm or learning a new computer language. Um, take the time to learn the basics, focusing on it. You may discover that you, you you can cut loose of that after a certain period of time because you may not need to know all of it. Yeah. But spend enough time to 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 be able to make that and and uh, be wise about it. Yeah. Well, and and I think it's it, it's allowing that mentality to to exist without being judgmental about yourself like i can i can make a million to-do lists right i do it every day it's a really i don't know if it's a bad habit or if it's a habit of a crazy person but like my to-do list is constantly like putting things like i'll i'll put something in my to-do that is due in 15 minutes right but is this a is this no is this a box checking thing it's a box checking you do the box checking you go wow that that felt so good yeah well, okay, before it was for self-gratification. Now it's because I'm getting older and I forget everything. So now oh, yeah. I just have, now it's like, I'll forget my gym bag, I'll forget my lunch, I'll forget basic, my key card for work, my keys, all those things. So now I have to, now I think it's just to manage my insanity. But I can make a million to-do lists. It doesn't mean that those things will be done. So the tutorial is going to take the physical time that it takes to read the text and follow the exercises and self-respect and or introspectively look at, did I learn this or do I still not, do you understand? No? Mm. Yes? You know, like the teacher is like, tell me if you don't understand because the next thing we're going to, you're going to be way lost if you don't really have a firm grasp of the fundamentals. So for myself learning to give myself the pass, like I said, do the realm and the things so that I'm, I'm current with both of them. That's fine. For some people, they're not good at multitasking. I thrive in multitasking, but restrict it to that 20 minutes. Right. It's not an all night thing. Cause you know, when you had to write a paper, you're like, the paper's not due till 12 AM and you turn it in at 1155. You started working on it at ten thirty, because in your mind, for some have odd, you been reading my journal? <laughs> <laughs> well, for some weird reason, you think, oh, I have all night, which in your mind is calculated to an infinite amount of time, not you have five hours. Yeah. No, 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 I have all night long, 
and you just push, 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 push. And so what I've been learning with myself, and I feel like a lot of this is like trying to find something in a pitch black room and stumbling all over yourself. And, you know, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. you feel like you're, and I feel stupid because I feel sometimes we're in episode something or 20 or 30, we're almost a year of episodes in. And I feel sometimes like I haven't gone anywhere, you know? Yeah, that's, uh, and we'll, we can do a, I'm sure as we go along, we're going to continue to assess what progress and, and what we feel has been beneficial in mm-hmm. doing this podcast. And Well, and I don't want to say that I haven't. I have made progress. What I'm talking about is the emotional thing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you'll write yeah. your book. Like, you've come a long way, right? Right. Because you're actually writing your book. Yeah. By comparison which... of your life is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, but you'll true. still get on yourself because you didn't write on Saturday. Yeah, and 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 I, and I think whether it's me writing a book or what you're doing with the realm, it's interesting how you get a certain distance down the road, and then you look back and you say, "Well, this has been an interesting journey, but I had no idea it was going to be this long." Yes. And that I still have this much further to go. Yes. But that's all because you really didn't know in the beginning the size of the task you were undertaking. And, and that's okay. I mean, how could you know? Did somebody tell you that it ought to take this amount of time, but they're yes. not you? I mean, that that has to factor into it. Um, well, and it has to be... I'm learning this at work, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm starting to have this realization in my life. That it, that is coming to fruit or coming to my mind from the, doing this podcast, writing in my journal, which highly encourage write in your journal. I agree. It seems super like a ninny, like a girl. It's not a diary. It's a journal. It allows journal. you <laughs> allows you to self reflect. And my wife's a psychologist, so it's all about self care, and that's not just physically. Like mentally, you have to care for yourself and check yourself when you're going to crazy town. So what I'm learning is, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an inventor. The factory that is myself that churns things out will never stop. There are versions or products of things that I will cut and release, like version 1 of Realm. Realm will never be done until I'm dead. Because Realm, in and of itself, is not a product. It's a thought process. It's a it is a process. You are a writer. You are a machine that outputs thoughts and streams of consciousness. The products by which that process manifests itself or shows other people that the process even exists are the books and the writings and the things like that. But the machine or the process that is you yourself is something that is a, it continues in perpetuity. So I'm understanding that about myself that instead of looking at when the realm is going to be done, and you know that is true, because when you finish it, you don't look at it and say, ah, I feel super content. It's on to the next one. Mm. So understanding that about yourself, that it is a process that it will never end, but that you will just slowly release products or things or whatever as the process continues forever, I think starts to make, for myself, makes me feel better and content with where I'm at, instead of constantly getting down on myself because I'm not further down the road. Right. So the process just continues to spin forever. And just understanding that, and that that paradigm shift from 
you're looking at the end goal. Like we've said, like the guy that became a billionaire and they said, what's it like at the top? Lonely. It, it, it encompasses things that I never knew were possible. I have more money than when I was 15. Mentally, certain aspects of my life do not change. I can buy more stuff, but myself, the entity that is me is still the same. And you can't measure that in dollars. No. So that's the big thing for me that I was writing about in my journal about the process and and you know why am I why do I always feel like it's behind and it's like that's you man you're doing that to yourself. Like I said, like we're talking about this community of of makers out there, right? That 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 are working on things in their garage or slowly working on things and you're constantly in self-doubt that oh, I don't want to show it to anyone everyone's going to judge me I do the same thing right um, I'll explain things to people about the realm and I'm halfway through it and I'm like man this sounds I sound retarded this person has no clue what on earth I'm talking about or they'll be like that sounds like the echo isn't that the same thing and you're like no no it's not because of blah 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 things you don't understand it, that Understand. I'm unable to explain to you. <laughs> it's, it, but it's understanding that about yourself and understanding that no one's waiting for you to publish your book. This is your thing. And I think it's because in life we're so used to getting the TPS reports done and getting my review done for the year and trying to please my boss and my wife and my friends and myself and everybody. You know, you get away from, you know, just investing yourself into something that's just for you and and really believing that you know like no one's banging down the door because your book's not out december 1st right yeah that's that's so important i one thing i would just add to that for me as we think about say for instance the benefits of this podcast i think it's so important just to remain open to learning about yourself Mm -hmm. and being vulnerable and asking for feedback and being willing to explore areas of fear, being willing to knock on doors that up till now you've kind of left locked because of fear of what might be behind them. And um, it's it's just so important to just remain open to all the things that could transpire from you just uh, being willing to grow. And I think it's important for us to like we do it like well I didn't do this therefore I failed that's not a failure you're doing a course correction right you you don't well we got off course a little bit on the plane we're going to go ahead and land in Chicago it's like no you continue on to your destination you're five minutes late but deviating completely and quitting and failing is not that's not the answer it can't be an option and uh well, and not only that, it can't be something that we look at as a negative. Yeah. Because I'm so tired of I'm so tired of being disappointed in myself. Like, why are you disappointed in yourself? You made a course correction. You were doing one thing at a time last week and then you learned, hmm, I would rather do this for me to the multitask and restrict it to twenty minutes. That's fine. You're just course correcting. Right. So I think from now on I would encourage us to not look at those times of I wasn't writing as a negative. Maybe it's a positive. Those things are churning in your mind in the background. Yep. You're still thinking. Uh, I think, again, I've said this before, I'm so much more aware of of what I'm doing and what I'm putting off mm-hmm. than I used to be. 
because um, I've kind of planted my flag out there and said I'm going to accomplish this and so I I can't stop periodically checking in and seeing okay where I'm at with this am I still serious about doing this mm-hmm. and what's keeping me from it well in the, that process paradigm to understand that it, you're not checking in with the end benefit of saying it's done yeah. understanding that you're never this is never going to stop right the books and you wanting to write and create things is never going to end until you are dead and even after that is your haunt me yes but, <laughs> But I think you did the title. What was your title? BBB, Beware of... Beware of Bypassing... The Basics. Basics. That's good. We'll use that. So then next week, um, barring that Ian doesn't have a special request, (laughs) we will talk about whatever happens. Um, I'll continue with this, continue to make progress, check in on that, and then we can talk about you and... Is there any progress from this week that, that happened with the writing, or were you used to just anything with that? Uh, I There was a number of things that came up this week, and I didn't get in as much as I would have liked to. Um, I, I'm still kind of mulling over some of the changes I've made in the book. I told you last week that I kind of killed off one of the characters, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be a really good thing, and so that was encouraging, and so I'm still... I'm still uh, riding the crest of that wave a bit and, and thinking... Did you have to rewrite all the conversation, all, like all no, the dialogue? Well, it's 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 interesting. I, I don't know that I need to rewrite them all. I'm actually putting one character into the deceased's place oh. and he's taking on that role. That's me. Uh, yeah, you were, you were killed. <laughs> I came back uh, to life. <laughs> no, it's... It's been a it's been an interesting experience, and I'm I am learning that what other writers have said that once you really start to get into this, uh, it really does take a life of its own, and you begin to realize that this works, this doesn't work because of that person and their personality, and you begin to realize that uh, you're not just writing a book, uh-huh. you're not just writing something or anything. Uh, it all needs to make sense. Yes. And it needs to, people's character needs to, you know, fit what you're asking them to do and all those kind of things that writers uh, who've been in the business a long time will tell you. You know, nobody wants to read something that doesn't make any sense. And, you know, it's funny because I'll just say this one thing and I'll quit. I've watched movies and I didn't understand why I didn't like them. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out that they were kind of like, for instance, um, I don't know. It's it's not like maybe it's mixing genres or something, but where when we talk about a movie that's supposed to be fantasy, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that, but when they start interjecting um, real life and fantasy, I think they have to be careful with that, mm-hmm. or vice versa. I've seen some movies where you know the guy's macho and he's driving a car fast and he's doing things that you know probably for me I'd be in an accident or something mm-hmm. like that and then the super- or James Bond you get shot at a million times so you and never I'm thinking get shot. of one in particular because it was like the uh, Transporter 2 movie mm-hmm. I love Transporter 1 I thought I really enjoyed that even though he did some crazy stuff which I would have been killed in instantly mm-hmm. but in the sequel to that he has this one scene where he's where his car 
goes up over the top of, I don't know, a parking ramp or something like that, and it becomes fantasy. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, don't so do that. So he hooks the bomb onto the yeah. crane. <laughs> and I'm thinking, don't do that. Please don't do that. That You know, yeah. it just kind of left left me hanging out there when it did that. So I have to think about, as I'm writing stuff, that I uh, um, I don't do those kinds of things yeah. that leaves the reader hanging. You, like, stay true to the genre that you're yeah. tinkering with. Anyway, and maybe genre is a bad word for it, but whatever. Anyway, so I'm still... I'm still working on um, things, and I, I appreciate what you're talking about, you know, setting aside a certain amount of time. I think that's probably what I need to do this week is, is just, uh, even though things are kind of busy, mm-hmm. they've always been busy. That's mm-hmm. never stopped. So just, you know, set aside even 20 minutes. Well, and the good thing for me is at the end of the 20 minutes, what will happen and I won't even say nine times out of ten, it will happen because you screwed around for five minutes. Mm-hmm you'll be wanting to do more. Right. And that's when you cut it. Yeah. Because then that keeps the inertia going. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Okay. Well, we'll check back in next week with all of our amazing progress. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bye. See ya.